0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eades from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 8, Continued. Section 2. I have tried to refuse nothing to God. A month after revealing her interior ordeal to the Archbishop, Mother Teresa professed her final vows as a missionary of charity, and the first 10 sisters made their first vows. This joyous occasion moved her to gratitude and humility. To Archbishop Perrier, she wrote When I think of the 10th of September 1946, I only thank God from my heart for all he has done. I hold no claim to the work as it was. It is and will always remain his. I beg you to point out to me my defects so they may not spoil his work. I know there have been things which could have been better, but in all sincerity I have tried to refuse nothing to God to answer his every call. Our Lord has asked, for nuns covered with the poverty of his cross. There are the first ten. They have lived that life generously and cheerfully. If I had known that this is what our Lord would give me, I would have been afraid to answer the call because of my unworthiness to be their mother. My heart is very full today with gratitude to God and to you for all you have done for our society, especially for taking up the work under your own personal care and love. The only way we can show you our gratitude is by becoming true missionaries of charity. Your grace, please pray for me that I may give myself completely to our Lord. The Archbishop, touched by the witness of this group of young, fervent religious, replied to Mother Teresa on the day of profession, expressing his energetic support of the new community. That long aspiration and call of God after a few years has become a reality, not only a start, but a tested and confirmed institution declared capable of life endowed with a strong vitality and a capacity for a lasting and fruitful apostolate. I wholeheartedly shared in your joy this morning. Alleluia. He would later admit, I am profoundly grateful to God who has allowed me to be his instrument in initiating this great work through you and your sisters. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What did Mother Teresa ask for on this day of profession? This day in which these ten young women became missionaries of charity officially? What did she ask the Archbishop for? She asked him for prayers, yes. But she also asked him to point out her defects. She wanted to be corrected. She wanted to be shown what she could improve on. Why? Because she was obsessed with herself and her own image and what people thought of her? No. Because she really believed that the work that they were doing was Christ's work, his work. And she didn't want to spoil it. She didn't want to get in the way. And so if the archbishop saw things in her, things that could be corrected, things that might spoil the work, that might hurt the work, ruin the work, she wanted to be told so she could correct herself. Correct the wise man, proverb says, and he will love you. Correct the foolish man and he will hate you. When we are corrected, and especially when we welcome these corrections, it's a sign that the Lord is taking an interest in us. So let us not be afraid. Let us not be afraid, especially of being corrected. Let's not be afraid of making mistakes. Mother Teresa did this great thing. She cooperated with God. She had no certainty that she would be flawless. In fact, she knew she was going to make mistakes. That didn't stop her from trying to do some good. And we too will make mistakes. And we too will say wrong things and be humiliated. And we too need to be corrected. But we can't let that stop us from trying to do some good. If really it's the Lord's will we're doing, if it's his work we're trying to help with, then he'll take his interest in it. He'll make sure it's not ruined. and We just have to be open to this. And notice again, 10 people Mother Teresa was sent. She and those 10, 11 of them, they were the beginnings of this great work. And why is that so encouraging? Because the apostles, the 12 apostles, lost Judas, and then it was 11. And St. Philip Neri used to say, in inspiration of that, that truth, if the Lord would only give me 10 men truly detached from the world, I would have the heart to convert the world. In other words, St. Philip plus 10 is 11. Mother in these 10, it's 11. With the 11 apostles, after Judas left, that's how our Lord began to convert the world. But they did so always in union with Mary. They received the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, gathered around Mary. And so we, as we continue our own little work, our own little faithfulness, have to keep very close to Mary. If we want to keep close to Jesus, if we want to work together, and none of us can do this alone, if we want to work together, then let's stay very close to Our Lady. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.